0: Welcome to say, Comics, to my left, AP18 himself, Alex, how you doing?
1: Hello everybody, I'm doing well.
0: To my other left, uh, Garrett, cheat up himself, Garrett, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good,
2: drinking uh, a beer.
0: And across from us, uh, Miss Anna Banana, how you doing?
2: Good! That's Dr. Anna Banana, actually. <laughs> MD, Anna Banana MD. That's right, that works. Wait, well,
0: no. No, PhD. no, PhD. 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 Yeah. Oh. Not, right.
3: not a doctor that can fix people. Not Pretty a huge degree. degree.
0: That's true, you're
1: not, you're not a medical doctor.
0: Yeah. Not a but medical. But you do know about
1: raccoons and op- opossums, so. I do.
0: <laughs> Marvin here. We're at uh, SuperCon 2023 Beyond. Two
2: Su- no, Two Sioux Falls and Beyond. I-, I helped you out already, Marv. I got you.
0: We're here at BeyondCon 2003. 2003. Uh, 2023.
2: Damn, we
1: went back 20 years. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Damn, we look good. not even born yet, and here we are. That's
2: what it oh, should oh, be—is is back to do? the future of the con.
3: We're doing in our hotel. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that
0: a
2: compatriot of yours, or that's that's Chainsaw Man from
0: the anime? Well, I know Chainsaw who the character <laughs> is. <laughs> Who's underneath it? That knew you. We know friend him. Friend of a friend. That's what I'm saying. A compatriot.
2: Yeah, Compat- the compatriot is close. Anyways, moving on. The uh,
0: con here today, we're in the uh, Sheraton in between. Well, not in between, but it is on the, far side. the uh, far side of the convention. There is also a rodeo going on tonight, so the people from the rodeo have been staying here. So if you look to my behind, I've seen some cowboy hats. By. That's that's right, passing, passing by. So we uh, mm-hmm. escaped the uh, the monsters and uh, people dressed up as foxes to come over here. A lot of furries. A little too to loud over there. There you know, might there might
1: what? be some dress up horses over at the con. actually. Well, I say to be fair, Jim Cummings is over there, and he played Dakota Dude on Moomesa. Uh, you know, you can come see him. All right, I got to ask a question. What the hell is Moo Mesa? It is 1992, 1993, anthropomorphic cows that ride horses and are cowboys.
0: Yeah, it was like, do you remember Street Sharks? You ever seen that?
1: No.
2: God, you guys are old. I swear, I, I just that's don't. That's like, you remember everyone's...
0: SWAT cats?
2: SWAT cats? Yeah. That's how bottom they went, is they were like, well, SWAT, but cats.
0: No, I don't know. Yeah, they used to fly planes. I don't know how that was SWAT. But I would planes.
2: say, you know when you guys watched the last season of Beetleborgs and you were, like, hitting puberty? That's when I started watching TV.
1: Oh, because that's when you are old enough to actually sit up and watch stuff.
0: Yeah, his parents yeah. didn't allow him to watch it until he was, like, 18. So,
2: Cowboys of Moo Mesa.
1: <laughs>
0: and the that's animal duck, cruelty.
1: Duck, duck, you have full-sized is, cows riding horses? Uh, and the weird thing is that there's horses in the show. Who are anthropomorphic as well. So they, do they ride other horses? If they do, that is... I don't know what the
0: Hey, is. Alex. I mean, uh, hey, Garrett. When Alex is talking, you would hold that closer.
1: Am I too you can, far away? No,
0: you can hear him, but it just sounds like he's like uh, at well, that chair Well,
1: I'm not even looking at it. I'm not even talking to this. I'm looking at my phone. Because people
2: can't So see Alex this. is the
0: currently, thing. you know, for the audio podcast, Al- Alex <laughs> is... Showing Garrett a picture of Blue Mesa, which is. I was just cows. trying to
2: understand so I could get the reference. All, here's he what happen- bo- He played the, Garrett, blue, cow. Garrett, the happened. blue cow. Here's all that happened.
0: Here's <laughs> all that happened. Somebody said, What if they were cow boys? Oh. And that's what happened. But I totally the correct, missed that, so that till just now. The,
1: the cow is C O W, which also stands for Code of the West in the show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. So it. Okay. So it's literally I, I cowboys. Missed, I missed the logo. Is it dot right. Boys of Moo Mesa? Yep. Wow. We got some boys fucking of New creative That's what I, was,
0: I wasn't even joking with that. That's exactly what happened. They went into a room and said, what if they were cowboys?
1: Yep. And, and the way that they are created, or not even created, because I don't understand how they're created. They don't talk about it. But a comet comes down, raises a, m- a mesa from the ground, and... The way I've understood it, they are above other people. I mean, so there, there is
0: lines. lore to the creation of it. Correct. They're not just like, this is. they just exist in this world. I mean, the
1: theme song itself tells you a comic came down and raised a mesa.
0: Well, then that's fine then if they ride cows and there, I mean, ride horses and some animals, Because all of them are going to get affected then. That's true.
1: That's Oop. true. Did I mean, this come are, out during a writer's strike? No, this is 1992, okay. 1993. Oh, this was prime, the, the, prime time. The
0: coattails of turtles. Okay. And then I don't mean Tartals it was on in prime play, time. I just mean it was prime time for these type of cartoons. It was on okay. like six in the morning. So this no was one... Fox Kids, I believe. Yes, actually, uh, I, well, ABC, I miss Fox Kids. ABC. It
2: ABC. Uh, I was probably not good then. So mm-hmm. probably didn't make it past three seasons. <laughs> now yeah.
0: uh, I think there's only... Fox Kids is where it was at. If Fox it was Kids not on great. Fox
1: Kids, then it wasn't good. I think it's owned by, was owned by Disney at the time. Because okay. I
0: think they also had. Batman was on Fox Kids. Yeah, yeah you're right. X-Men. Fox Kids. Internal, I think, had Fox. X Men was on Fox Beyond. Kids. It was on Fox
2: Kids. It turned into WB Kids and then turned into Cartoon Network. Right. But it was the best as Fox Kids.
0: Anyway. Enough with this ABC. Just telling you, Jim Cummings is here. ABC CLW, uh stuff here. But yeah, there's a, a, a plet- plethora of guests, um, some of which we'll talk to. Uh, as the con goes on here but uh, I just wanted to talk about our experience so far with the con and my first question is going to be a lot that uh, Mr. Alex over here about the purchase he just made because on the way here I was thinking you guys were speaking about this uh, video game what uh, game? The one I
1: bought just now was uh, Super Mario RPG The 7 stars for uh, Super Nintendo like a cool dude that I am
2: What did you buy yesterday?
1: <laughs> I bought a lot more, mo- more money worth of stuff I bought uh, Metroid 2 Return of Samus for Game Boy. I bought Live Alive for the Switch, which was originally in Japan. And now with the Switch, they brought it over to America. And uh, I bought a phone trigger for the Super Nintendo, which is very expensive. But worth it. I tried it last night. Worked beautifully. Looked great on my 65-inch TV. Uh, I mean, very blocky, but what else <laughs> could you do?
0: And you, and you play that on the console you got at RetroCon, right? No, no. It's
1: called a Retron. So, it plays NES, which is Nintendo Entertainment System, Sega Genesis games, and plays the Super Nintendo games. A uh, little twist of the knob, and it turns it over to the next station.
0: Oh, that's so, you cool actually words. have to put in the game, though, so. Correct, yes. It's not like It's not. A, it's not, it's not,
1: not a, no, it's not put together already. I own the games, and I can play them on the It's not like system. a Raspberry Pi. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm. It, is, it just. I have
2: the original like, Super Nintendo with the coax hookup up to the TV. Is it still working? It still works.
1: How much are you selling it for?
0: Um, Eight million dollars. Too expensive for me. Uh, maybe next con. There we go, uh, Alex. Oh no, my question was that: uh, Do you not find it more annoying yeah. to uh, keep going back to the same booth and not just make a decision right away? No, uh, you know what the weird, so when I bought my stuff. How much yet, of your time is going back to the same booth to look at the same item you've been looking at the whole time?
1: I've done it what a dozen times today.
0: It's like fifty percent of your time.
1: I think the thing is that like I so two years ago I was buying Marvel Legends of the Wazoo, found fantastic deals, had a table I was going to, and between that table and video games was where I kept jumping back. I don't know. This year I don't. I'm not digging the action figures. There's Did you toys not see there. that
0: whole uh, Marvel Legends table?
1: Yeah, and it's, it's. I mean, that's where I bought all those from two years ago. But the, like, the weird thing is I came in this year wanting to find a specific toy, a specific character. I wanted Rogue from the Build-A-Figure of Juggernaut, which no one had. And I'm also really picky about how the boxes look.
2: I will say I have noticed that he's been like less into action figures. When I saw TMNT 2, Secret of the Ooze, Super Shredder, Box was Mint. And he was like, no, I don't want it. And now, I was like, something's wrong with him.
1: I think the tough thing is that... I am super picky when it comes to action figures as well. I mean, I want them to look good, much like I do with comic books. Much like when we were looking at the axe today, the Leviathan yeah. axe, he asked me, "What do you look? What do I see that looks bad, or what do I think?" And I'm more than happy to tell you, buy something you shouldn't. I mean, that's what I've been doing all weekend. But if you're going to buy it, get something that's worth your time. This is one of those things, there's there's buttons that weren't colored in right. There's things that were miss. I, yeah. I I wouldn't have bought it myself.
0: With the, with the axe. With the axe.
2: I know. I was looking at the Leviathan axe, and like, the one they had on display looked pretty great, except there were some paint smudges, and there were some smudges on the blade itself. And so my first line of defense is always my fiancé, who is Dr. Anna Banana over here. <laughs> um, Anna and, Banana. And piece. so she was looking at it, and I'm like, yeah. my, my second oh. opinion is comic book crease specialist Alex P. Keaton he looked at it and he's like he gave me the, the nod of I mean the shake of disapproval like don't do it
1: so, I couldn't get over those buttons the yeah, buttons, the, the buttons bottom, were crooked and the, well, the buttons yeah. had gold on it like well see had. like
0: that kind of stuff and when you used to look at the action figures or comics I understood what you were looking for you're looking for conditioning but on the games really I mean you can clearly kind of see if it's you know dirty damage stuff like that mm. so are you just staring at it think you're trying to justify is the price to yourself okay so
1: when i bought chrono- i just want to know what's all the thinking about part of it is that i felt i had buyer's guilt from yesterday i mean the live alive was 35 that wasn't bad i bought um metroid 2 didn't feel bad that was 35 dollars. chrono trigger was was uh much more expensive uh over a hundred dollars that i'm like can i justify spending what i did yesterday and then not feel guilty buying another the game the rpg was 85 dollars which was the cheapest I had found including eBay you know I, I, I don't know I don't want to go home feeling like, did I spend too much when I shouldn't have or am I making good purchases that down the line I either when I'm dead I can get money for for my
0: kids or am I going to play a game that's worth my time I did speak with Nora already and she said she would sneak me Super Mario RPG when you die so that is going in good hands
2: that's the regret that Alex could live with is you leave this, this con is three days, okay, three days with all these vendors and if there's something you want and that's the thing, you know, you leave something behind there's that risk that it won't be there and unfortunately Alex got that a couple times but he was also first to the trigger a lot too.
1: Well and that's the thing is that yesterday I pulled, I didn't waste time, I pulled the trigger on the games when I saw them. They had Metroid but didn't buy it now, the label looked great you know, they all worked yesterday that I tried Right. Uh, Live Live was brand new and about $4 cheaper than you buy in stores. Um, yeah, I missed out on two controllers, but much like I was telling Garrett, I can get the red and blue GameCube or um, Nintendo 64 controllers somewhere else or next time they're here, next time I see them. Yeah, that's not N64 controllers
2: that. you can see everywhere. Every video game trades dealer has N64 controllers.
1: Yeah. So. so, I mean, those were one of the things I was missing out. It's these games that either... I won't be able to find Live Alive again somewhere else, or if I do, it's going to be more expensive. And these other two games, I mean, you know, I I got them at at face value. It wasn't extra stuff I didn't have to pay for shipping. I didn't have to pay their state's tax plus my state's tax plus bullshit like that.
0: Obviously, also, you don't have to file any kind of paperwork for making uh, money on these games. And and just like stocks, how they have, uh, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? They don't I have an actual worth, yeah. but they have a perceived worth, and that's what you do with these uh, things, right? Kind of. I mean, not
1: only will it be sentimental now at the end of it when I'm dead, and it won't matter, but when I'm dead and my kids go, hey, uh, I don't like these games, but I just made a shitload of money on my dad's yeah. death. Oh, well, yeah.
2: Let's, let's sell
0: dad <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, if you had a house fire, God forbid, right? No families hurt, no dogs are hurt. The first thing you're thinking about is these games. Your collectibles, all the collectibles.
1: Mm, there's, you know, there's a few things I might rush back into the house for to to get. Probably would be Chrono Trigger would be one because that's a lot of money. Uh, I
2: think you need a bigger fire safe. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, you do I You need to take out more insurance up? now in my house. Yeah, just in right. case. <laughs> But. And also, does it make you feel like a, a an aura of superiority because the Super Mario RPG they are remaking it and you have the original?
1: Uh, kind of, and that's the other thing too is that I know they're making another one, a, a remake for the Switch. And I will probably buy that. I mean, much like I own uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, and I've never played the Game Boy, but I have it. But I play, played the uh, 2019 game, and it's fantastic. So, ones to keep, ones to play, or ones to accrue money and put in the old uh, bank safe and be like, hell, you hold on they to that, have that, They have
0: that game also on the your Nintendo Online system that you can play so I mean I just mean there's multiple yeah. variations of oh, yeah, so that game yeah. you could play yeah
2: but then you got it's like paying for streaming and like it's all that
1: you know there's one and that, honestly there is a bragging rights so I ran into Tom Divine yesterday had my bag of, of games Day-day. and he uh he comes up and goes oh what'd you get and he goes oh let's so got some games so I pulled him out showed the two uh Metroid was exciting and then I showed him Chrono Trigger he goes you are someone who, who can say I own Chrono Trigger for the SNES why is it so expensive? Do you know the reason? I imagine it's, it's just either, so hard to find it's either that hard to find, that, I mean it's one of those big RPGs that that everyone who grew up with an S N E S probably had and maybe didn't know they had gold, but apparently it was
0: gold. That's what I mean. Did did, did a bunch of kids get that game and then disposed of it not knowing how sought after it would be, or is it just a, a- Well I
2: think that's almost like with Pokemon games. Like how coveted are Pokemon games nowadays? And we all treated them like shit when we were kids. That's the thing I'm trying to
1: teach my daughter, and my son downline is going. If there's something you want, take care of it. I mean, I'm playing catch-up on things I sold. Going, yeah, I'm, I'm just dumb. Yeah. I sold this game, and now I'm like, oh, I want to buy it. Well, frick, that cost me eighty bucks, when it cost me twenty to get it. So it's, I, I don't know. Live in a weird world where 1980s and 1990s was the, honestly the best time to get games, to get all these things that now, as a 34 year old man.
2: Going back to buy. <laughs> yeah. That,
1: no, I didn't have I didn't have Chrono Trigger growing up. So, th- I mean, I didn't have an SNES even. So to be that realm right now where I'm... How
2: did like, I get an SNES And your... You, cool, you probably got it, what, 10 years ago? No, I got it early. Did your sister have it? Because your sister's my age. Well, we got it all at the same time as a Christmas present. Oh, really? Yeah, Our like family? 95 or 96. Is that the
0: time you all unwrapped it beforehand?
2: Mm. Uh... No, that was more when we were eight. I know we did we did we did, we did a snoop in Christmas. That was that was a bad that was a bad year because we knew what we were getting.
3: And so. he never told you that story. I've never heard this uh, story. I'll, I'll send
0: you the link to the podcast where he yeah. he confesses to. Uh, it, it was the biggest crime my project. life. They opened all the presents and then wrapped them all back up. You
3: we, wrapped them no, back no, no, no.
2: up, Marvin. No, we didn't wrap them back up. We we weren't that skilled of heists. My mom came home in the middle of us opening all the gifts.
0: I'm pretty sure on that podcast, you said you wrapped them all back up. So now we're getting the no, true No, they story. wrapped them
2: all back up oh, okay. and just gifted them to us and be like, well, pretend you didn't see that because this is your Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> I, see now, I'm
1: one of those people that I, when I lived at my mom and dad's house every year, there would be a gift from an aunt and uncle that I would do my best to slyly cut the tape off so I could see what it was. You fucking... Christ. And I'm not even ashamed. My mom, my mom knows about this. My Everyone knows. I love to try to sneak and see if I was sneaky enough to do it.
2: Dude, that's naughty list material right there.
1: Well, what do you think I have to buy my own gifts for
0: now? <laughs> a lot of coal. And you see, my parents were so uh, lazy with gifts that they would buy them and then like keep them in the Target bag and put it in their closet. And so you knew if you were about a month out from Christmas, you could keep looking in the closet and once you saw the Target bag, there they are. <laughs> yeah, just do
2: go in there and be like, what's the haul?
0: <laughs> yeah. Or there would also be, she's a big uh, receipt keeper um, just in case you need to return it. And so you just look at the receipts, try to find that. Usually it's in the sock drawer or something like that. My,
1: my mom nowadays will keep the gifts on my old bedroom. Keep them on the bed. And I mean, I've had multiple times where my mom will go, "Hey, can you come look at this thing real quick, but don't look at the bed." And the first thing I see is a book from Mitch Album that's for me, or a uh. book from Stephen King that's for me. And like, well, I guess I know I'm getting that book this right. year. But honestly, I'm one of those people that I already have an idea of things I'm gonna get because I don't ask for a lot of stuff. I mean, I ask for everything, but no one's gonna buy me Movie Star Foot Soldiers. And honestly, a lot of the games I want nowadays, they're either rated M or they're eighty bucks a pop.
0: What's Movie Star Leftovers? Foot soldiers. Oh, <laughs> foot soldiers.
2: I so, mean, you could eat them as leftovers. If you're they a hurt your teeth,
1: and I have plenty of them now. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and uh, I've got a shitload. Of His favorite's that. Donatello. I can't even give you guys a favorite anymore. They're all good.
2: All I will say about Snoop and Christmas, though, is that it takes me back because that was the year that uh, I got the when the Pokemon trading card were doing their booster boxes and Corey and I each got one, and we treated those things like garbage. And I want to go back to 1996 and just or eight or whatever and punch myself in the face and be like, don't even open this box, put it in safekeeping, save it till you're 30,
1: cash it in. <laughs> I mean, I want to know how many of those things that, yeah, could you retire on that now?
2: No, that. it's it's only a couple hundred bucks, but I'm like, it's I can still, use 300 bucks right now.
1: So I can Come spend it here and buy
2: go, more games. You go yeah. through all that
0: work to punch yourself in the face over 200 bucks? More importantly, well, I know,
1: but if hey, you could travel back in time, you could just make a lot of money doing that. But but there's a lot of starters in there
2: that are worth a lot of money individually. So having the unopened box, okay, maybe it'd be a thousand bucks, but having the cards in the box that are in mint, unopened in the plastic wrap.
0: Well, then you gotta make a decision. You open the box. Well, you know what's it's
2: in there. That's like the thing about your, a booster box. It's like box. shorting your
1: cat now. Yeah.
0: If you open the box,
1: it's it could be good money or it could be all crap.
2: It's going to be good money, but regardless, I don't know. Yeah, there, that's the that's the battle because if you, I feel like people that try to sell individual cards. This is totally off tangent. Uh, will not make the money, whereas if you sell things as like a box, people will buy it. Oh yeah.
1: That's that's part, of, that was, fact, that was part of the fun thing is that. Back when I got Yu-Gi-Oh, or Magic the Gathering, when you you bought 10 bags, you're like, I'm going to get something good.
2: I forgot you played Mm Yu-Gi-Oh. Did you buy one of those arm things? No. No.
1: Are you lying? That's what that is. (laughs) I am not lying. Okay. That is one of those things where, back in the highlight of the show, that would have been fantastic.
0: I was flipping through TikTok and... um, those two guys that are yeah, live yeah. all
1: the time fighting each other yeah
2: and
0: i kept being like what game is this and i never would get to a point in the live <laughs> where i yeah. could figure it out and i would always sleep before they would say anything but i kept being like why would they need those arm things but now you just
2: you can't. know commenting on that live thing it's so funny how they fight each other but they're so kind to one another that i'm like this is not fun to watch because you guys are like wow you really kicked my butt there and i was like no say oh, fuck you you kicked my butt there and sorry that was a little, that was loud but, but yeah There's a live Yu-Gi-Oh fighters. They both have the arm sleeve with the cards, and they're just destroying each other, but they're so nice to each other. (laughs) I'm like, wow. That's not what I would be like. I'd be like, yeah, take that and die.
3: That is what it's like playing Pokemon with you.
2: Because I win, and you die. (laughs) Or faint. Sorry, faint. Yeah, Yeah, Pokemon don't die. Animal cruelty if you kill those animals. They're not not real animals. Pocket monsters. Pocket monsters,
0: correct. Alex, I do have a follow-up question for you, but I'll get back to you here in a second. Cause I do want to ask, um, Hey, mm-hmm. I, Garrett, I gotta ask you a question here. So uh, you've come to the, uh, the, uh, super yep. and, uh, what did you purchase yesterday?
2: Um, yesterday? Well, I was lucky enough to get in line for Sean Gunn's autograph, uh, on a Funko. That's kind of been my new thing as of late. Uh, is like, if I have a Funko of a celebrity, I can get it signed. Um, and what was really cool is I didn't like ask him, but he put, you're a good dog on the side of it. And I was like, oh, that's really special. Um, for all of you that are wondering, he is like babyface right now and wearing a cardigan. So he looks very much like Kirk from Gilmore girls, which yeah. obviously that's what he was. But otherwise I got a wooden sign, a Superman animated series plaque. That's all I think I bought yesterday. Is there anything else I bought? No, but I got I got. Marvin and I were talking about. There's this glow in the dark across the Spider Verse tumbler. I did pick up one of those tumblers. You
0: did. I did pick up one. Cause you know what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Just right now when we are talking about what we got, because I got it too. Nice. But I got the last one, and I was like, I was gonna ask you if you got it before I got. The I last did. One. I did, and I was like, yeah. She so must have got the second to last
2: one. Yeah, I got second to last one. No one. I picked it up so many times, and. What's really cool about it? It's glow in the dark, and there's a lot of white on that, so it's gonna like really pop when it glows in the dark.
0: You picked it up a lot of times.
2: My cup? No, I the display cup I picked. That's that the up. one I got. No, it was. So that, then I bought because there was one in a box still. Yeah, I know. That was
0: the one. The last one was the one in on the display. So I got that. Oh, I got you. I got you. you and then what
2: cup? else? I got an Eddie Munson Stranger Things Lego character because I just recently got the Stranger Things Lego set. Otherwise mm-hmm. I spend a lot of money on beer. You yeah,
3: Stranger Things DVDs. Oh,
2: I got the Stranger Things Blu-rays for 5 bucks a piece at the same video game table that Alex got his games. Oh, that's
0: not bad. Season 1 and
2: 2. Just cuz they have that VHS Blockbuster look. Yeah. So,
0: you are uh you said Eddie and it just reminded me that his name is Eddie what? Munson. Munson in uh in the Monsters, Eddie Munster. So, yeah. is that on purpose, you think?
2: I bet it is. I bet it is. And Anna, she had seen season one in the past, but we recently just did a watch through of all four seasons of Stranger Things, and she is now Stranger Things woke. So, you're welcome.
0: You mean you hadn't seen before that?
3: No, I watched season one uh, when it first premiered, and then uh, Garrett and Corey made so much fun of me that I'd never seen it. So then we had to rewatch it. So yeah,
2: there there might have been a little black not blackmail, but there was coercion. a lot of blackmail. Yeah.
0: Peer yeah. pressure. Yeah, Pure peer pressure. pressure. Not blackmail. Right, better. peer pressure. So you had seen season one when it came out and that was it?
3: Yeah. And but she, she like,
0: did it
2: to mock her friends that were watching it. And then I made her oh, rewatch it for I real. I did. I the... watched it
0: ironically.
3: Well, because mm-hmm. I lived in a house with three other people and they were super into it. And so I would sit there half doing my homework because I was in college. And. Um, yeah, it would straight up be like, oh, the dog is the bad guy, clearly. Like, everything is because of this dog. And they're yeah. like, you're not even watching this show. When that
2: dog's not so, even in season two, three, or four.
3: <laughs> just, well, because it was a bad guy. It'll come back in season five, and it uh, will actually be, like, the yeah, ultimate thought, bad guy. I think so. that was the point
0: in season one. Don't, isn't that dog... He doesn't die. He's in it on it? Because they do show scenes where the dog is just, like, walking around. It was yeah. kind of like... Where's Will? Where's like, you learn the thing when that dog is actually the monster and walking around just stirring everybody that happens in that show
2: i did see a thing figure out on the con floor or not a thing but a kurt russell figure and i was like "Ooh, he's wearing the jacket he's got blood all over his mouth and i'm like oh yeah sidebar did you guys hear about the new apple plus godzilla show where yeah kurt russell and wyatt russell are playing the same character but in different parts of time
0: yeah i saw the trailer yeah it looks sick it looks really good yeah for a show that I was going to dismiss 100%, and then I saw the trailer and was like,
2: hey, maybe it'll be good. But you see Godzilla in it, too. And I was like, if you didn't show me Godzilla, probably not going to watch it. But since you showed me Godzilla, I'm in.
0: But also, as Kurt Russell and I, like Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt
2: Russell's good. Um, Sorry.
0: Sidebar. Dana, did you, those earrings you were wearing yesterday, did you buy those here, or did you have those?
3: My earrings? No,
0: that thing, that gendered ear that looked like.
3: Oh, my elf ears yeah. from yesterday? No, I bought those at the Chicago Comic-Con C2E2. Um,
0: Shane, don't listen to this part. What? What? Go ahead. He was telling Shane not to listen to
3: this
2: part. She didn't, didn't get it at Supercon.
0: Else. She got it at Chicago. She
2: oh, them. but she sported sorry, it sorry. at Supercon first to
0: show yeah. off. Right, right. So. I did.
3: Got got a lot of compliments. So hopefully that vendor will then come to Supercon. What <laughs> were you dressed as yesterday? Uh, yesterday I was. Um, Thera from the A Court of Thorns and Roses uh, book series.
0: Hey, are those books good?
3: They're really good. Because
0: I mean, I, I'm i on hold of the library with them. to read the first one. Yeah, yeah. No, people are obsessed. I, with
3: them. So the second one is my favorite. A Court of Mist and Fury is probably like that is the book that I would sell my soul to read again for the first time.
0: But so. it, it's not. Is it young adult or is it not? It is
3: not young adult. Yeah, I don't
0: know why she said young adult. I didn't say
3: young adult. Oh, I thought you did. No, she didn't. No, people think it's young adult.
0: Because a lot of people who are reading it are like, it's it's on BookTok (laughs) everywhere. Everybody's reading on there. So that's why I had assumed that it was uh, young adult. But the more I read about it, like when I went to go put on hold at the library, I was like, oh, this doesn't mention anything about young adult.
3: Yeah, no, it's definitely, the first book could maybe squeak by, but then as soon as you get, um, especially to the most recent one, um, A Court of Silver Flames, not young adults, not oh, at man. all, 0%. Lots, lots of uh, book porn, book porn. Um, we prefer the term fairy smut.
2: Fairy smut. <laughs> <laughs> good reason, a smut. Good
1: reason to read a book. Lots of reading about porn, yeah, I mean, yeah. smut, sorry.
2: You have to imagine the parts.
1: Woo! The parts are. Whoa! Well, no, I'm saying if you're reading it, you're yeah. not seeing it. That's true. So you can make them as big as you want.
0: <laughs> Did you uh, per- purchase anything?
3: Did I purchase it? Yes. Yeah. I bought. Um, let's see, there were a couple Sarah J Moss pins uh, that I bought. And um, hmm? I bought a Daredevil Glow in the Dark tumbler from the same people you guys got your Miles Morales one. And I bought the uh, Once Upon a Time Dark One's dagger with Rumpelstiltskin's name on it. So that, that Tumblr looked good.
0: really good. I saw that one too.
3: Yeah, I'm really excited <clears throat> for Daredevil. Was that awesome. the
0: stained glass one?
3: Yeah, the stained glass Daredevil. Yeah, was...
2: Which is dishwasher safe, which makes it extra cool. Tumblr's being dishwasher safe for some reason is just—it's just nice.
3: You like anything dishwasher I safe? Like how yeah, this guy
0: has the nerve to call us old, and then he makes that comment. <laughs>
2: Um, they oh. didn't have dishwashers when you guys were this young, so
0: you know when you buy an item and it's dishwasher safe, that makes it more exciting.
2: Do you do the dishes? Do you like to handle? Does not make them? it exciting about an item? It's exciting because I don't have to friendly. wash them.
1: It's more user friendly that way. For the record, everyone, uh, Sean in. Gunn did just walk by us. He did, and we kept making eyes with him, and I think he was interested in coming over to the show. But he's I know not here right now. We d- we didn't call him over. We should have. I think he probably would have. He looked like he was. Like,
2: oh, I should just
0: call him over to say, have him say, hey. And then walk yeah, away. You're good dog. So, what'd you say? Oh, I, I, I didn't think see he him
2: hit the elevator. He might be at the bar. I no, thought you said it? he was behind he me. Oh, he did go. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> now, sorry, Nothing being creepy. Oh man, Alex. Now we can't have Sean gone on our show. You're stalking him.
0: Alex, I do need to ask you a question about night. I saw on the floor that um, I do not understand, but I know it's in your avenue <laughs> of understanding. There's Marvel Legends. That person, who, that is Kitty Corner from the video game place that you purchased the uh, Super Mario RPG, uh, has this whole section of Marvel Marvel Legends. And then there are these way smaller boxes which you can't see through. And like, what are those? Are they Marvel Legends ones? Yeah, it says Marvel Legends. So I don't, Legends. I don't understand those ones. So looks look the like the almost like a, editions ones. It almost looks like a deck of cards size.
2: Oh. I know there's enclosed ones for their special edition.
1: And I, so, and I don't get those ones. I buy the build a figure ones. So they show you the leg, or they show you the arm, or they show you the head of a different character you can build. That when you get the whole phase, you can build that character. Right, which right. I don't buy them for. Obviously, I buy them. for No, no,
0: we know you have it. All of them breaking out of the box, and you have that figure hanging they're up they're somewhere. All, they're all fighting everybody. Um, Juggernaut is somewhere in your. I don't have Juggernaut? <laughs> Wait, what's the one you have then?
1: There's only a few of them that I've actually got the whole set of. Or is it of. Magneto? Nope, I have, I have Magneto, but you don't build them. I have, I can almost build Apocalypse out of that set. The only one I actually have the whole set of is the builds uh, Sauron, the Pterodactyl um, Man from X-Men. Oh. He came with Omega Red and... Boo. Whoa.
2: I'm sick of X-Men right now. Well, I'm sorry. on the outs of X-Men. Damn.
1: Uh, I've got the Black Widow set where it builds um, Crimson Dynamo. And I've got one other one. The Stiltman.
2: Have you opened any of them, or are
1: you keeping all in box? mint? literally, they're all mint condition. Nice. I've got, box. <laughs> I've got two Craven the Hunters. I've got two Hand Ninjas. I've got two Shockers. Uh, that might be. About I have the, two Hand Ninjas as well. Nice. Jill and Luke. My hands. <laughs> yeah, we got that. <laughs> 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 got that. I like to think our listeners know better than to need the
0: explanation. It's been a long VR time man. since I had to endure these kind of jokes while looking at you. <laughs> you know, what I so I That's that, how you pick up on the cues better. It is kind of... i uh, say it's way easier to know when not to talk. Right. I know. I was going to say, this has been the smoothest show we've had in a while that yeah. we don't talk over each other. Yeah, true. Because you know when we should turn on those cameras? I don't want you guys looking at me. Yeah, I don't
2: want you to at me <laughs> either. That's why I don't I mean, on. Like, the part is that, I, Alex's you, camera shakes too much. That's it's always I'm ho- b- b- below the lens, <laughs> so I don't get what's going on. But it's shaking way too much. I'm just going to slow down for you guys to
0: that <laughs> Supercon 2023 beyond Sioux Falls in the con. uh, Two beyond and Sioux Falls. Two Sioux Falls in
2: the con. Hey, I will say the moderator of the opening ceremonies also messed it up. So you're not you're not the only one.
0: Uh, We do not – you don't know yet what next year is going to be. I am throwing around ideas, though. Supercon 2024, the return of the Mac. Hopefully we get that in there, or maybe two Sioux Falls, two Con. That could be a good one, too.
2: It should be Supercon 24, but then do the 24, like the show, 24.
0: Right. And
2: get – what's his nuts says Kiefer. Kiefer. Get Kiefer here. The Sutherland. Be like, hey, it's 2024. We have a Con. Will you come? <laughs> and, and the con only
1: runs 24 hours. It's one whole day. Yeah. S- That's it. Starting at uh, Saturday morning at 12 a.m. Sorry. For 24 hours. <laughs> for 24 hours.
3: Midnight to midnight. And we keep,
1: keep ourselves up all day long. Yeah. And make him have to put all the fires. That'd be That's right. He never has time for a panel because we keep him busy. We We're?
0: did attend the uh, 20 Fleece, who we uh, um, guest oh. hosted at, at SuperCon 2023, Tushu Falls and Beyond. Uh, we went to his panel with Nick Simon about Screenwriting 101. Uh, we're hopefully going to get uh, a chat in with Tony a little bit later. I do have some follow-up questions. You know what? It, and this might have been a mistake on my part, but we'll see how, how it plays out. But I did have a few questions I wanted to ask in reference to what he was talking about. I figured, but I said, I told myself, don't give it away for free. Wait for the wait for the podcast. So I held in those questions, and we'll see whether or not that to pays off. To be fair, out.
1: he did confirm he'll be here tomorrow. So push came to shove. And we had to wait and come yeah. in at. I guess find out if he's gonna be here at 10 a.m. or not, or if he's not gonna be. There, I guess we couldn't go in there anyway until 11. We would not be
2: able to go until 11, but
3: that's
1: okay. Be a one-time show. Hey, uh, Tony, can you yeah. do this question? Great,
0: we're done.
3: Just figure or, out what hotel room his yeah. is in. We're recording in the Alex, same hotel wait, that Alex he's knows what,
0: room, what floor he got out. Yeah, you figure that out, Alan. Oh, he knows. You know, because he I said know that, yesterday. What he just did right now. With Mr. Gunn. He did the same thing with Tony. For hey. well,
1: the record, it is it is just being observant. It's not being creepy.
0: It is. It's getting it is creepier true. the more the, we talk about. The elevator is a glass elevator, so you can see where they're getting off. So I will say, and
2: you the, and Marvin could interview him if... Because, unfortunately, Anna and I have to travel back to Wisconsin tomorrow. So, you guys can always interview mm, me if we don't get time. I today. was let's hoping to today. get him
0: today because I didn't plan on coming tomorrow. Okay. So. Well, we so, got to do
2: it today. So, so let's... <laughs> we're running out of time, but we're going to make it happen.
0: I imagine he'll be here till 8. Listen, yesterday... Seven. I've never walked so much in my goddamn life. <laughs> uh, well, actually, that's not true. That's not one. in the last three years. In a while. This a is while. the most I've sat in
1: a very long... No, that's not true. I've been off all week last week, so I've sat on my ass a lot playing video games.
0: Yeah, but NBA see, playoffs. I don't have that type of job anymore. I sit down in a nice seat, put my feet up, but you know, I don't move all day. So you got I also woke up feet being and like, find yeah. No, I got a footrest. <laughs> you wouldn't know about footrest because I know the place you work for does not allow you to sit ever. That's so.
1: uh, not true. I can sit from time to time. Right
0: now I work from home. During it's your nice. breaks.
1: I was playing video games and reading. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know.
2: How sad are you that your PTO ends in a day? Tomorrow, I know.
1: It's tough. I'm not ready to go back. Yeah. I think a part of it is that there was a mistake taking my birthday week off when I should have waited until this week to take off.
2: No. I mean, yeah, you'll be a little tired on Monday, but I think you'll be happy that you took your birthday off. I know. Me too.
0: Here you go. Comic-wise, oh, okay. I was looking at some comic books and uh i did see one of the vendors has a bunch of old action comics uh in there and i was curious uh garrett if that uh catches your eye still or that's something that you're kind of past
2: well the unfortunate part about that is obviously just because it says action comics and it's before issue 200 they mark up the price so high that these were a decent price the, oh, really
0: like three bucks nah yeah
2: what number did you see
0: i don't know what number but oh, i mean what we'll I have to point it out because
2: i'm like and like we i i saw a really cool superman batman number eight um it was a sketch variant that was graded and i've never bought graded comics but i'm like um it was only like 60 bucks and i'm like hmm tempting but i don't know if i want to get in that game
0: but i was going to say are you worried that if you were to buy that that then you would have to get into that game
2: yes as soon as you buy one, it's not gonna be the last one. You can't just buy one and then be like... And then you gotta get comic book boxes that hold graded comics, you know? I showed Alex the Batman number one, it was a 9.6, and he's like, that's not the cover I want. I'm like, they never made the cover you wanted, Al, for New 52.
1: I know they don't make the cover I wanted, but I don't understand why they never made that cover.
0: Listen, and I would make fun of you guys, as I always do, Normally, about this disease that you have, but uh, whenever we come to these cons, I realize that maybe I am the exception, and that is you guys are the rule because everybody is more of a collector than I am. So, yeah, what you, full just digital. Said, what you just said about getting one, and then you have to be in that game, and then you have to get that whole thing. I would never even think of I just would buy that one, and that's it.
1: Really? But see, I think from my end of it, I, I respect the fact that, and no disrespect to Marvin, the attachment to things is not there. I mean, you could drop a book. I've literally watched you read Spider-Man, get to the last issue, and be like, yeah, I don't need the last issue. I can't do that. There's like a completionist part of me. There is that fear of if I buy something, I need to start it. I need to continue it. I can't let it go. I've done and That's part of the reason I have so many freaking comic books to read is because I've gotten books that I haven't even read yet because I'm afraid to miss out.
0: I mean, let's not forget that a reason in the past – like I would say, maybe twenty-five to thirty percent of those books that you're talking about, in which I would just drop and not continue, uh, were because I forgot that I was reading. them. So, I mean, it's it's a hard game <laughs> month to month. So sometimes you forget, and then you're so far behind, you're like, "Hey, I guess I stopped reading that book." Honestly, that's actually a good
1: reason for me to stop buying a book, though. It's going, I don't remember why I'm not
0: reading that book, but I must not need it. Yeah, and you're like, bought, now six buying, issues has passed, and I just remembered it. So. I've been
1: I've been buying Poison Ivy. By G, Willow, uh, G. Yeah. Willow Wilson. Yep. And I haven't read issue one through six, uh, fifteen. And I got to doing my order this past week. And I thought, why do I need to buy eighteen if I haven't read the first sixteen?
2: Oh, and you didn't pick it up. And I didn't buy it. I didn't put it on my list to buy. It's really good. Is it? It's really good.
1: It's almost uh, that's a simple thing to go back and get. Yeah, yeah. After the fact. Right. And that's not for another two months that, that comes Next out. Next
2: time you have that gut check, I am caught up. Let me know and I'll tell you because that one's really good actually. So.
1: Like, I still don't get I need to read Local Man. I think I'm still getting it, but I haven't read it. And that's Tony Fleece's book. Yep. And I'm like, well, maybe I should. I mean, I'm guilty of (laughs) not reading books that these people are coming to the con. Yeah. And I wish I had been more apparent on Jim coming coming to town. Because I probably would have found a Funko that he could have gotten. What do you mean, be more apparent? Like, actually pay attention to these people. Oh, you weren't paying attention. That I was paying attention. They certainly advertised he was going to be here. I think the thing is that I thought of him coming for the Voices Against Cancer that he's coming to, and that was just, what, three months ago, two months here. ago? Jim Kimblins was here last year. Was he here last year? Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't.
2: No,
3: it was the guy that did Charlie Brown. Or
2: I Yeah. Mean,
3: I wasn't even here last year. Never mind.
2: No, I, no it was somebody like that. No, it was... Uh, the Disney people. Uh, no. There was a
0: voice actor of Char- that caliber. It's like
2: Charles something um, Schultz.
0: No, made- Charles Schultz is not dead. alive
1: He's the one who made he's he's Tolkien the the one one who who am back he's the one
0: who made I think Brown. Anna is correct, it's the original voice of Charlie Brown Yeah, right Which I,
3: a- I feel like that was two years ago Because I feel like I was here for it
0: Why do we have no memories well, I of say, last I, I don't year? remember
1: shit from last year
3: Because I wasn't there, clearly I remember buying
1: games, and I don't remember
0: what games I bought. I don't you know how many beers
1: I've had since last year's SuperCon. A lot.
0: You know what, Anna? I since had that you many weren't yet. here last year, I do feel like we didn't have as many social touch points last year. We just kind of just but we, were working. To be all fair, time.
1: we did more casting yeah. last year. That's what I mean. We, we, were went to, we went the to talk all time. to
0: Ron Mars. We went to talk
1: to Rob Guillory. Yeah, we haven't talked to anybody Bill. but each other. We talked to Phil. Main man Phil. You're right. That's all
0: really I remember. I don't remember and anything And Phil, else.
2: you are missed this year, so no. I know you had to do what you had to do, but
0: uh, we're, we're excited
2: for you next year, for sure.
0: You know, somebody that's here that I, I, I'm a fan of and does excellent work, and I ne- didn't see him advertise at all being here, and I think maybe it was a last minute call because his sign and his thing, is just a paper sign. It's not like an official one made up. It's Ryan Kelly, the artist. And Ryan Kelly's here? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's what I'm saying, bro. He's a pretty oh. big... If you're into comic books, he's a pretty big artist to be here and not know he's here. I didn't no idea that he's Ryan Kelly was here. He's literally to the right of Nick Simon and Tony Fleeks. Really?
1: We walked right by him then. Wow, I'm a, I'm in shock right now. We'll have to go back and look when
2: we yeah. get yeah. on the, right. the show. Right, and I know
0: there's comics that all three of us have read that we enjoy that Ryan Kelly has drawn. Wow. And he is at that booth and like... Uh,
2: well, you know what's really cool is Regs Morales is here. Yeah, who did all early Action, action Comics, Comics, New Fifty Two. I know I should really. Identity Crisis. I need to go into my long box and get it and have him sign it. Maybe
0: I, I would tell know. you this though, because comic books, unlike any other kind of, and I mean, there's other ones certainly, but. You really, sometimes it's hard to know what they actually look like, these artists and writers. Yeah, Rags so, doesn't look like anything. Yeah, Rags, when I saw Rags Morales, I was like, man, that, what was I expecting yeah.
1: whatsoever? I think, unfortunately, I keep making him look like Rick Morales in my head.
2: <laughs> so. Keeping him alive, keeping him alive.
0: So Rags Morales is here, and I think there's some other artists. I think maybe. Bivens
2: is here again this year. John Bivens, Tom Wynn, Eric Gaster. Did
0: you like also that they're spread out? I mean, last year they all Real kind of listened But game. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I kind of My like the writer like and artist artist alley. alley. Yeah.
0: Well, I like, where the, to find them all. I like the fact that the legendary kind of artists, I'll say, are like Rags that has his own kind of section. Yeah, that's true. And then you have the people that are actively working right now. Not that Rags isn't working currently, but he's certainly a guy that's, that's been in the game for a while.
1: But also that's part of that thing where I think it's almost more intimidating. Like you've got all this space. But there's not as much sitting out. Like when we went to Tony's table, Tony's table's filled with stuff. When I want by Rags, his his has got some. He's got prints, yeah. He's got prints, but also at that point, I'd be doing what you're doing. Let me go find my my secret not secret identity. Jesus, identity crisis. I'm gonna yeah. oh. dig those. Those to be too hard to find. But to get my book, because I have the whole collected. Oh, that'd be nice. do you sign the inside page, Rags somewhere Else. That'd be sweet. I'll inside say inside this- page, not the cover. No,
2: I don't want to ruin the cover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh, but mine is hard cover
0: so it's going to be that's it's, true. it's a dust cover
2: that's true You want yeah. so okay, it gets torn okay, up okay. Well, that's wrong. fair fair fair
0: here's a question for you do you take off the dust cover and have him sign the actual book I would have like signed the actual book and silver would be fine because that it, wouldn't bother me as much it would be much protected much.
3: because
1: the then you didn't chapter. ruin the cover yeah. like that thing is that that cover is so fantastic how it's all set out right but
0: I think also here and I know Shane had talked to us on uh uh Two years ago, I believe, about how he was going to start getting artists and stuff like that. Because before it used to be a thing, if they came here, he really didn't want them to charge for anything. Yeah. In the last couple of years, to be getting kind of people. In order to get those type of caliber people, some of them have their own uh, say if they're going to be charging for things. So I think Rags does charge for autographs. So, um, uh, which he should. I mean, he's, he's legendary enough. You can get his little scribble. you got to get it. Little...
1: That's one of those places where I do run into a weird in the middle going. If you're that legendary, you don't really probably need
0: forty bucks. These legendary in comic books. That's like unless you're I mean That's like me legendary, I get that. The dude's not like Robert I mean, Kirkman. You side and Liffrey And, Nighart, and I haven't gotten any royalties from it. The dude's not like <laughs> Robert Kirkman in his whole Walking Dead blew up and he has fifteen hundred shows. That's true. And plus like if you just did comics, they're not making they're making barely any money. That's
1: true. That's true.
0: But Ryan Kelly, who is sitting at he is an example of somebody who constantly works and uh, is kind of under the radar. Remember that 3 book by Karen Gillan? Yeah. The, he's the, the artist in that The one? Yeah, he's oh, the artist in that book. That's good. That's a good one. Um, did there's you some do other some items.
2: Spider-Man recently?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, sort of. I don't know recently. You think of Joe Kelly?
2: Yes. Could be.
0: Yeah, Joe Kelly did some stuff recently because he was hmm. gone for a while because he traded and started yeah. writing and drawing for Ben 10. Okay. And so uh, he came back for Sinda to comments, Mr. Hmm. Joe Kelly. But, um,
1: you know who I would love to see when, and know he'll never come up? But Santa Luco, uh, who did, uh. The, who did Turtles Art, did uh, uh. Dial H from New 52. That's just a shout out to someone who I wish would show up.
0: He might. You yeah, know, why would you he say that? It's a long shot. That cover work is always phenomenal. I'm sure all you have to do is hand Shane a note and say, next year, can you try to get, the, yeah. get Santa, Luco he to Santa Luco. Well, I mean, bring him now. in from Brazil. We can certainly advocate it for this podcast, but we got no poll to say who they're bringing. So, I mean, you throw that out know. there. I'm still trying to get Nathan Fillion, too, to come. That'd be sweet.
2: Oh, that'd be dope. Hey, that well, Sean, so okay, cool. so Nathan Fillion does movies with James Gunn,
1: who's brothers with Sean Gunn. So talk to Sean. Sean, can you get Nathan
2: so Fillion? Nathan
3: Fillion I'm, was in Guardians 3.
1: We yep. know that. Yeah. I know. And he was so, in Suicide Squad. He, he, he was even in the first <laughs> one, though. He's the, uh, the, I think, the voice of the one who gets
0: Groot's fingers up his nose. Oh no! But isn't he actually physically in the third one? He's not a character.
3: Yeah, he yeah. has armor on. Yeah, he's, yeah, like he's, a, he's one a of the guy.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, jarm-looking dudes.
2: Well, speaking of, did you know what we learned today in uh, Class? Sean's panel huh? is that that dance scene at the end, uh, James Gunn did the motion capture for Groot, mm-hmm. and Sean Gunn did the motion capture for Rocket. So when the dancing's going on. That's some like brothers two dancing. brothers dancing to end out that Guardians franchise, and that's beautiful. That's, cool. that's, cool. that's beautiful. Hopefully I wouldn't that, do that with my that twin brother, but baseball. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it was inside baseball, you heard it here first.
1: <laughs> and two more people to our list today. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's alright. It's okay. We got a long list, so but it's reported here first.
0: Uh, speaking of being here first, I did see there were some comics out there. I believe that uh, Local Man trade just came out like today or like Friday whenever this started so he has them in his booth but even though it just started coming out which is good because it um, as you stated like it's been coming out for a little bit so it's nice to have a trade because I found a box of trades at home and uh, like a good trade if it's made nice you know yeah i know you guys are out there searching for issues but if you um, want something in print sometimes we we'll think the about last year
2: uh, we were talking to Phil and he was just getting started with Gotham City year 1 and now the trades out for that too and i've been seeing people, it on yeah eric gapster's table i saw it on uh, he might have been the only one i, I saw at his table
0: selling like hotcakes over at his table yep yep every time i walk by there there's somebody who i has it.
1: i am a sucker for a good trade though i brought we were trying i'm trying to find uh fables number 1 volume number 1 for anna over here and guilty you think. Well, hold on. 151 through 162, I bought the issues, and last month I just bought the pre-ordered, the deluxe hardcover for it. It's going to look fantastic next to my other ones.
0: I got, I got two go. comments to what you just said. One, I thought you had that. Do you Fables? not?
1: Yeah.
2: No, I, I only did Hoopla for our co- for our cast.
0: Right. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then I believe. See,
2: I'm the hybrid. Alex is
0: full print,
2: Marvin's full digital. I'm the hybrid. But,
1: but I already owned them, though. But it, I
0: was going to say, like like, oh, I, I think I might have that trade. <laughs> you know what? And I do, I'm going to send it to you guys. But I, you know, don't don't get your hopes up high because this might be Marvin brain thinking I do have it, but we just read it. My problem is, I've done that all the time. I think I have something. But and I'm that pretty to find sure about. that that, like. that uh, Alex, you got me that as a gift, and I will be passing on that gift. That's fine. So. Uh, I've got use out of that <laughs> gift. <laughs> so I'll pass it along. I'm not one for material things. That's kinda what it is.
2: Yeah. And not, and you, if you the world has a, a blackout, Marvin loses everything and we have all our stuff. You know what? And I'm <laughs> fine with that.
1: If there was if I, I, I... still have Badawing, that's all that matters.
2: Yeah, we Alex and I have a copy of Badawing. You can't pry it from our cold dead bodies. Does so so Anna
0: know what that means? No. So start so me, started. No, doing let me explain a, it here.
2: Okay. Marvin's got it.
0: There was, so DC, Detective Comics, uh, also known as DC Comics nowadays. So that's Detective Comics Comics. Never noticed that. You're right. DC. DC. But they started releasing a line called DC Black Label, which, which for more like out-of-continuity stories, that would be like their own contained kind of thing. But they also kind of, some of them are, there's no restrictions on what you can put in them. So some of them are very mature and some of them are not. And the very first one that came out was a book called Batman Damned, And in that first issue, there's a scene where Bruce Wayne, after a big fight, he has all these like cuts and bruises, goes to go take a shower to clean up, and then when he's leaving, as he's wrapping the towel around him, you can see uh, his uh, full genitals. His phallus. His phallus. (laughs) Because he's like he's like he hasn't wrapped the towel yet. You know what I mean? He's got he's in the motion. I I
1: thought it was when he's walking. He's literally went into the cave, stripped off, as he's walking to the shower. Oh, you're right. It's the light yes. from the, the Right. Oversight. Sorry. He's taking off you the bandit. It's so big it casts a shadow.
0: As he walks. That. Wow. But here's it the is thing. The here's the thing. <laughs> what they're <laughs> talking about here. Yeah, not, so of <laughs> these two have that in physical form, so they still have uh, a physical copy of Bruce Wayne's penis. But I bought it digitally, and they actually went back and censored it, and so and then they, I get my comicsology app had an update to update that specific comic and you can't get around you can't read any comics until you update mm-hmm. whatever oh. so I had to and now I don't got anything in there now it's just all it's kind oh, of like well, in shadow now it's blurt you kind of have to like blur-de-wang. squint to see what's going on these guys see here in clear view, but right, yeah. they just put shadows I
2: could mine. put it on my wall if I wanted yep. rip
0: it right out go oh, to Heralds,
2: photoshop that <laughs> shit
0: <laughs> what do you mean if you want it why isn't it why isn't it
2: I mean, Same size there's that already t- so many shadows in my room. I don't, in my office, I don't know if I need uh, more than that.
3: There's also a lot of Batman in your office, there is. so I think you might as well just, just
0: yeah. Why not you get All out? forms in there,
2: oh. but I want to make it sure it's at least life size, and I don't have a big enough wall for that. So. <laughs> just okay. get a cardboard cutout. Yeah, of it that's
0: at what I was gonna point. say. Get a
3: cutout.
2: Like, like, yeah, ship know, it to ship it to Jim Lee that's and sure be okay. like, I got more where that
0: came from. <laughs> all right, it was Jim Lee drew that. No, it was,
2: no. Lee, oh, Lee Bumerho.
0: Who was the uh, writer? Brian Azarello. Brian Azarello, that's right. Um, that was like the first thing to kick it off, and they had a huge controversy because they were like, we're going to give writers and artists the ability to not be censored, and then they censored that They are like,
2: okay, we them. didn't give enough rules.
0: Like, <laughs> obviously... obviously do not put
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) the first comic they were like okay went too far right away (laughs) it wasn't
0: even the nudity though because there's been nudity in in later black label books it was because it was Bruce Wayne yeah they just said hey we can't do that
2: yeah
3: can't be Bruce can't be Bruce no no, no.
2: and your clearly defined mature adult line you broke the rule. Well, the
1: thing, like, <laughs> at that point in time, you can't even be that mad about it because when you play the Arkham games and you see the front that they put on Batman, just protect that that piece of him. Uh, the only doing was showing what you already knew. Yeah, the man's ready to roll. Well,
0: he's covering all vulnerabilities. He, he accounts for all vulnerabilities. Bam.
1: Mm-hmm. That would knock him out real quick. Okay, so six oh four. If you want to get talking to someone else, we need to before they close. Oh, shop. it's six oh four. Yes. Yep.
0: I was like, I thought you said that we're in the area code six four. And no, I go, oh four. No, I'm saying buddy, it's six oh five p.m. And if we want to go time. talk
1: to Tony, we need to probably finish this part up and go do that. Hold he... up, we're
0: almost—we're five minutes to the hour, and then we'll will wrap that up. But I do have one more thing to say about this uh, black label uh, mm-hmm. book about the uh, Batman battling. Because <laughs> was Den to Deal still there when that came out? Pretty sure. Yeah, uh, there was a editor in chief. Is that his All title? Right. I don't think it was. He was high up in, in DC Director, Comics at the time, uh, Anna, and uh, he was very protective <coughs> of what Bruce could do and what Bruce can't do. Mm-hmm. So obviously you can't show Bruce uh, front, uh, full frontal in comics, but also he... I don't
2: know why they're upset. He was hung, so like a bat. So, so they weren't, weren't destined by any means.
0: bats hung? He's just saying they, they can hang, hang like the a series. bat. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, that's my I by It, like. it like
2: a
1: bat upside down just yeah. from there.
0: That's right, he I didn't
2: know. spread his, his ball wings, but he spread, I mean, it was... I'm surprised they
1: didn't make that the fix. Yeah. That instead of blacking it out, they literally just made it look like a bat was in front of
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> like DC It's kind of like that Injustice, not Injustice, what was the issue where they did the DC Comics Authority Code over when Deadshot pulls oh. that guy's head up?
1: Oh, I was thinking of even the Nightwing when... Um, Maybe it was Nightwing. Oh, uh, yeah. flipping off Blockbuster, and they're saying all these words, Approved by DC Comics and then given no, the
2: it's, no it's one of the Tom Taylor books where Deadshot literally takes a gun to somebody's head and blows it up. The
1: Might have been injustice. The Daniel, S, um, Tony S. Daniel one. It was the bloodiest one we'd ever read. Yeah, I could And when they blow off his head, yeah, I remember yeah, that could one. Be,
3: could be.
1: Uh,
0: but I was going to say that he was so protective of Batman and what Batman could do. Uh, there was another black label book. Yeah, he was there then and Batman was going to perform an act on Catwoman and Dan DiDio said uh, Batman doesn't do that. So well,
1: Batman does it really well, I'm sure.
0: All he going to uh, do uh, is
2: wake uh, up and leave the bed early. Never get into the
0: bed. He said that heroes wouldn't do that. That's what Dan DiDio said and uh, there's a reason why he's not there anymore. I remember reading New 52 Catwoman. That
1: first, that first issue, sure, they kept most of their clothes on but you definitely know what they were doing when you watch him pull his shirt up and She's sitting on him, so
2: well,
0: he's doing something to They had her. the costumes on, though. That's fine. Right.
2: They rhyme. They do it all the time.
1: Okay? <laughs> so let it be. Let it be.
0: There you go. Uh, that is classic DC Comics talk, uh, a comic book that is, what, four years old now? Three?
2: What? What comic? Damned? Oh, damned? Yeah, damned, yeah, damned. I would say three to five, somewhere in there.
0: Somewhere in there in the new age of comic books when they can censor digital editions. You know, that's been really the only big kind of digital change that they've... Yeah, that I've seen in my books. There was another one, but it was like a printing error, and they fixed it. And so, the, in that sense, you guys got screwed over because you have a printing error, and I don't. So you well, know. See now,
1: my thing is like there's that saga number forty-one had a had a printer error where it's too dark. I still have it. I still have the printer error too dark, and I have the. Oh, that's what it was. One. Not oh. that
0: comic, but there was a different comic where the dialogue in the uh, word bubbles for some reason were like flacked out. and it wasn't supposed to be which at the time i thought it was just you know this is how the scene was because they didn't want you to know what's going on but it was an error, so they fixed that so uh all right well this is uh wednesday comics at supercon 2023 beyond susu falls and beyond (laughs) um it concludes the uh, main portion of the show we'll have interviews i don't know if i'm going to tag it on to this episode or just have them come out individually uh, but we will be talking with uh, Mr. Tony Fleece and possibly some other people. Um, the cons, kind of.
2: We're, we're getting close to the end, so right, we might right, just get right. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because
0: they close at 7 over there. That's usually when the artists and, and vendors kind of yep. leave. So we're going to go talk to him quick. I have a couple questions about the Stray Dogs, a couple questions about his uh, future works, which uh, Garrett got some insight on, mm-hmm. uh, but not sure if it's a uh, public yeah, so I'll let, I'll let Tony talk. reveal anything you want um, to hear. and I also have to ask him kind of uh, um, some questions on his on if the straight off things is still even happening at uh, uh, over at EMC or if that's uh, not no going anymore. How huh. they're going to make that into a show, but that is a good book. Yep, uh, and I will be asking him very uh, important questions about that book here and about actually, well, the listener can know when it's going to be, but for you guys and everybody here at supercon 2023 uh toy story edition um you got a friend in me edition (laughs) Weezy the penguin edition um uh we will uh be older momentarily so for uh wednesday comics my name is marvin
1: i'm alex i'm garrett everyone enjoy the con we
3: forgot about listen to anna hi i'm anna
1: (laughs) hey everyone enjoy the con keep turning those pages